I want the money, money and the cars, cars and the clothes, the hoes, I suppose. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. I just want to be, I just want to be successful. That's that old school Trizzy Drake, uh, <laughs> so far gone. Man, listen, I used to bump that heavy, heavy, heavy um, back in the G. <laughs> when it first came out, I think I was on Drizzy <coughs> way before other people. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, man, that, that is how I how I welcome you to the show, PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. You know what it is? Um, I I don't sing technically. I just talk on the mic because you know it's my voice. You know, it's not me. It's the voice. And uh, as the little bro says, man, <laughs> stick to podcasting, man. Don't do. Don't do the singing thing. And uh, I take your word very seriously, little bro. So salute the little bro from the farm. If you hear this episode, I shout you out a lot, man. You the homie, yo. Um, yeah, this is the show, man. Welcome. PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. I am your host, the voice of God, Derek H. Flint. And um, yeah, this show here, I've realized it's not that I can't <laughs> it's not it's not that I can't do the show. Um after smoking, I can't do the show on edibles, and I realized um, <laughs> me on edibles, I am very, very non-functional. Just you know, yeah, my dick still work, but I mean, uh, <laughs> other than that, I am completely non-functional. I tried to do this show I'm going to do tonight, last night. Then, like, <laughs> I don't even know how deep I was in, but. My brain was all over the place, and I just really rambling, and I was like, uh, 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 like, and I realized this morning because I went to sleep right after I did that. I was like, yo, it's the edibles, man. You can't. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> LOL edibles. If anybody from your company happens to come across this, I love your edibles, your cereal bars, other shit. And uh, I do need a weed sponsor. I need some business sponsors too. So if you need me to read promotion for your business, whatever it is you may do, um, just holler at me. Shoot me an email. We can work on prices. I'm very reasonable. And uh, if you want to buy a house in the um, Westchester area, holler at your boy because that's the next groove that I'm going into. And, um, yeah, that's it. Welcome to the show. And um, as I was going <laughs> to here's how I'm going to start this show tonight. And um, it's due to a convo I had with a... a, a with an associate of mine who I know, and um, his solution for when you know his shorty got mad is you know I take you know I take out I blow a couple hundred dollars and you know drinks and food and then you know we have sex and then and then she's not mad anymore and I'm like oh shit man who whose man are you yo <laughs> like, granted it's somebody I know but I'm just like oh that's not it's not it's not the solution dogs for when um when your girl is not happy like I mean that sounds good but you know first of all that's that's very expensive and salute to the homie Stills who says you know if if two hot dogs and a walk in the park can't do it she really don't want to sleep with you anyway and um I'm just like yo salute to all the dudes who who approve this method but um what you gonna do when your dick don't work man I'm, I'm <laughs> that method as a it has a shelf life to it. I mean, you may think 
that it's all good and that, you know, dinner and drinks and sex is going to solve everything. But uh, I hate to tell you that, uh, you know, let me not dump on the women, but it's <laughs> if you're trying to make a woman happy, you are going to drive yourself absolutely nuts. And uh, just go with the mood. That's pretty much all I can tell you in terms of advice. Because as I said, don't listen to me. I don't know shit when it comes to relationships. I'm not a relationship guy. I'm not a relationship guru. I'm just, you know, salute to all you niggas who think that shit works, though. But um, that, <laughs> that don't work. Niggas said take out and spend a couple hundred dollars. Like, what? Like, are you out of your fucking mind? I mean, it's coming from a broke nigga's perspective. I always remember that, too. But I mean... What, what what's wrong with you niggas? Like this is what this is how it really works, and then we wonder why you know women are the way they are. Uh, yeah, I can't. <sighs> I'm not ragging on anybody, but there is a show coming where I'm just gonna rag on niggas and the things we expect and the life you know we live as dudes and um how sometimes well these days it seems like dudes are more emotional than women in terms of acting out and, uh, you know, screaming and the violence and all this other stuff. Yeah, so one day that show is coming, but, you know, this, this is not it. It's not, it's not tonight. So, ladies, that was your big ups for the um, for this show for tonight. And, um, yeah, 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 I hope everybody had a great weekend watching, you know, the All-Star game. It was All-Star weekend. And, um, yes, we all get distracted by these things. And it's, uh, <laughs> I only watched it to give my little man the experience and to kind of, I guess, what's, what's, what's the right word? Um, I guess indoctrinate him into the whole sports culture that is this country where we can't go a season without sports, some kind of sports on television or else there'll be no entertainment for people to be distracted. And, uh, it was a beautiful thing. I mean, it was a lackluster dunk contest and three-point shootout and all that other good stuff. But um, the highlight to me was the uh, the J. Cole performance. And, you know, yeah, that was <laughs> it's a damn shame that the best part of a sporting event weekend was a performance by a rapper. Yeah. Think about it in that aspect. I mean, you could disagree with me and... You could have loved every minute of it. I mean, seeing Team LeBron win was a beautiful thing as well. And um, just the whole Dwayne Wade and everything else that was going on, it was a pretty decent showing. But, I mean, yeah, J. Cole was the highlight of the whole thing, at least to me and my little guy for the most part. I mean, that there doesn't have to be your stance on it. I'm just – giving you things from my perspective. That's what this show is about. It's about me. And um, yeah, but wow, let's get this straight. You know, that was the happy part of the show. So if you only want a happy shit, turn this shit off now. Um, yeah, yeah. While that was going on, <laughs> let me just touch on the things we missed and the kind of strange world that we do live in now. And um, the weather-wise, people-wise, just... Everything, everything in general on how everything is, it's all gone crazy for the most part. Um, it's not completely nuts. We're not at a loss as a hum, as a civilization yet. But uh, there's some weird events happening 
and I, I think we should pay attention to these things now that All-Star Weekend is over. And, um, yeah, first and foremost, uh, France is in week 13 of their protest. <laughs> Still no news coverage here. You're not going to see that every weekend on your TV screen because it might it might encourage you guys to go do some things. And um, they want that, but it's <laughs> they want y'all to riot and protest so bad so they could come in with the swift arm of the law and um, round everybody up as if that's not already happening. And it's... Uh, <laughs> listen, I just, when shit goes down, I just want to be by somewhere expensive so this way I could just run in and get enough jewelry or food or whatever it may be to ride out the whole whatever's coming i don't know what's coming and um yeah but it just it just seems crazy but yeah we france is in week 13 of their protest while we're watching (laughs) while we are watching the all-star game and um they're still protesting and they're still getting beat up by police and um the police are being using some brutal tactics over there, you you won't see it on mainstream news. You'll only see it if you follow these kind of things. And um, as I put together the Instagram page, you'll see more of these things once I get to that on a more consistent basis. So, yeah, that's in week thirteen. We have um, <laughs> that's in week thirteen. And then on the other international side of things, we have um, black snow that is um falling in Siberia and um they say the snow is toxic and <laughs> first of all it's black snow falling from the sky let's pause for a second and wrap our heads around that i mean you could tell me i'm bugging or i'm just making this shit up but you can google it at the same time and you can see just google black snow in Siberia and you'll see the snow and you'll see the video footage of this black snow phenomenon. And listen, it's at this point I've stopped trying to figure things out and trying to question them to an extent or level because you're never going to get and a complete explanation or answer as to why these things happen, but it's black snow. I mean, I could be naive, but for my whole life, I just assumed Snow was always white, and um, <laughs> I guess I was wrong, because after coming across this article, I'm just like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, black snow? And I had to really Google this and see how many different sites that this was on, just to make sure it's not quote-unquote fake news, but it's it's a real thing that happened. So I'm not, it's not a cause for concern. There's no alarm bells going off, but um, if we have toxic... Black snow falling in places. You should probably. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying to be worried, but um, yeah, we should we should kind of we should kind of be we should kind of take heed to this and just realize what state the Earth is in in terms of weather and shit like that. Because I <laughs> I document the crazy weather on a constant basis and I know you probably get tired of hearing it but as I said this is from my perspective I'm just giving you the things that I think you should be that you should know about and 
well, the whole black snow thing is a little bit weird. I find it highly strange that there's been riots and protests going on in Haiti since about, for about 11 or 12 days now, since February the 7th. And um, there's no, <laughs> there's no news coverage. You might not have seen this on your TV screens at all. You might not know about it at all. This might be your first time hearing of the riots and protests down in Haiti. And um, it's due to inflation and corruption. And um, they're calling for the president, Mr. Moyes, President Moyes, to resign. <laughs> I can't. I'm putting it in very layman's terms for everybody, but if you if you look at it, that's Haiti, Venezuela, France, Egypt, and another a number of other places that are all in some form of protest or rioting as I speak to you guys right now. And um <laughs> yeah, but yeah, LeBron James in the All-Star game, whatever. But um the Situation in Haiti is getting pretty dire. They are um, gasoline, cooking gas, water, and uh, fuel are pretty much very scarce in the region now because nobody can get in, nobody can get out because there's all the rioting and the protests. And you also have hospitals that are running on very, very little equipment and they can't take care of the people or they can't tend to injured people there are people who are stuck in their homes due to the riots and protests who've been injured who can't make it to the hospital and even if they could there would be no help for them at the hospital if um if you really want to keep it a buck and uh it's just it's just weird that there's no news coverage on this and I had to find out through just doing my research and kind of, kind of you know, scouring the internet. And granted, I don't watch TV. I don't watch mainstream news. I try to stay away from that stuff. There's nothing good on there whatsoever. It's better to do your own research to kind of find out what's going on anyway. And it's been going on for 11 or 12 days now, but we're watching the All-Star break as if nothing is happening. And as I pointed out to you before, it's just highly, highly strange to me that um, Haiti and the Dominican Republic, it's the same place or it's the same island, if I'm keeping it a buck with you. And um, <laughs> there's more bad shit that happens in Haiti than there ever will be in the Dominican Republic. And that's very, very strange for a place, two places that are within such close proximity to each other. It's really, really weird. Haiti's had earthquakes, um, floods, hurricanes, and DR. You'd never hear about it. And um, it's just weird, man. But yeah. This has been going on for 12 days. So if this is the first you've heard about it, um, don't blame me. Blame your news media because um, it's it's just getting completely out of hand because we, we live in some very strange times. And while I say this, just understand, when I say we live in strange times, it's because there is a, 
uh, matter of fact, let me keep it international, and then I'll break into the America stuff. But um, the one situation that um, I'm not going to say it should be cause for concern, but it should get more coverage than it really is at this current moment is there have been clashes on the border of, there's a region called Kashmir. I'm not sure if that's the official name of the town, city, state, whatever it may be, but it is, it is the border of India and Pakistan. And there have been suicide bombings and clashes and soldiers have died from, uh, they're saying terrorist groups are killing soldiers and things of that nature. So it's one of those things where, and if you if you don't know the history, it's a very disputed border. Um, both sides have nuclear weapons. India and Pakistan is what I'm talking about. Both sides have nuclear weapons, and they've been trying to keep the peace in that region for a very, very, very long time. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's no news coverage. There's no news coverage and it's what do, What does the news do let me not even get into that but yeah this should be watched very very closely because it could pop off very very easily and I believe I think America's an ally of one of them but everything is so tense Right now, in terms of, let me think how to put this, in terms of allies and war, like, it's not even war rhetoric, it's the possibility of wars popping off and just so many people, it's everybody against everybody right now, if you don't really know, because not only do they have uh, the situation in the India, on the India-Pakistan border, situation in Haiti, the situation in France, we have, we also have the situation in Venezuela unfolding where you have, you have America and Israel, I'm just going to reiterate this to the, to the people, you have America and Israel and um, some, Euro, some European countries and they are all calling for Nicolas Maduro to resign, um, they are already back in Gaido the opposing guy who says he's president, but there's been no election to make him president. And as I have to reiterate, I reported to you that people in Venezuela were eating their pets for survival for a couple of years now. So that situation is getting kind of crazy. But on the flip side of this, backing Maduro, you have... Um, Russia and China, and from what I'm understanding, China has a billion dollars, more than a billion dollars worth of investments. I think it's somewhere to the tune of around $60 billion worth of investments in Venezuela and with Maduro, I guess, somewhat in charge of those investments or, listen, they're not trying to lose that money. That's pretty much the whole gist of that portion of it is that China and Russia have investments in Venezuela. If there can be a way where that situation could be worked out where nobody loses money, because 
Don't get it twisted. It's all about money and maneuvering and power posturing at the end of the day. And <laughs> this situation here is just a it's a it's a modern day coup happening in real life or coup. Let me just put it like that because they're just waiting for the military people to defect and back the um, Gaido, and then he can take over the country pretty much. And <laughs> with this, with this whole thing, remember I, I mentioned that um, Maduro tried to pull out 1.3 billion worth of gold from the Bank of England, and they rejected that request, even though it's his. It's like you go into the bank and they tell you, like, nah, we can't give you your money because some other guy took over your accounts. And that's pretty much what happened with, <laughs> with this whole situation is that they've already given a lot of power and control over to Gaido already. They are just waiting. They're trying to find a way for Maduro to step aside and I guess China and Russia not lose any of their investment money. And um, it's a really, really sticky situation. Between, you got that. With that situation between the Venezuela situation and the Syria situation in terms of Russia, China, and America and its allies all going off on each other. It's very, very tricky. And if you if you fall into the YouTube holes I fall into, you see the setup already happening, so you're not shocked by it, and you kind of already know. So it it just it just seems very weird that this is not getting the news coverage at all. Like none of this is headline news. It's all like back page stuff to bullshit. Like um. <laughs> Like the uh, like the Jesse Smollett story, which is, yo, listen to me. I said two guys in ski masks who don't want to be identified wearing MAGA hats. And then I think I brought to you the light. Like I think they had two Nigerian dudes in, in, in custody. And now the whole thing is pretty much, it fell apart, I think. I think there are still people who might be rocking with him. But then again, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I didn't believe the shit from jump, man. Listen, I don't believe anything without video. We live in a surveillance state with um, massive amounts of cameras and um, data collection going on everywhere. So if um, you ever believed this story, just understand. It's a... Uh, <laughs> it's a publicity stunt go wrong. And as I said, yo, he didn't have a sold-out show until this happened. So, listen, it worked short-term for him, but, yeah, he might go to jail. And um, that's <laughs> that's the gist of it, pretty much. He might he might wind up going to jail over this. But, uh, yeah, we were, we were um, running, you know, watching the, watching the All-Star weekend. So, you know, we didn't get any of this news going on, pretty much. And, um, yeah, now... I switched to here in the fuckery in this great land that um, we call America here. And um, just a couple of things that uh, 
that people you you guys might want to know about because it's just this shit is it's it's like a fucking bad movie, and I'm curious to see how it ends. But I think when it ends, we all go, and I don't really want that, so I'm not rushing it. But let me just give you a couple of things that are going on here in the states. We have um, we have there's a in 24 states now here in America. We have something that is called a um, just wrap your head around this shit, man. Uh, zombie deer disease, which is turning deers into zombies like i'm not making this shit up man like it sounds it sounds utterly ridiculous but you, you got to read the articles man it's something called um i'm trying to remember the pronunciation of it pyrenea or it's hold on man hold on let me get this let me get this right for y'all it's something called um Pi, pi, wait, what is this? Hold on. I'm trying to get to the word for you, man. So give me a second, man. It was, um, it is, listen, an infectious disease, a deadly disease in deer spread to 24 states. And it's officially, unofficially dubbed zombie deer disease. Which is, just reading it, I'm like, yo, I had to Google five or six different articles just to make sure that I wasn't bugging. And it's called prion. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's called prion. And they say if Stephen King could write an infectious disease novel, this would be the disease that he writes about. And um, they say the disease can be transmitted from the deer to humans by digesting the deer meat or by the way they handle it or if you touch it or... Yo, there's so many different articles. It sounds unreal. Like, it sounds unreal, me saying it, and um, me actually thinking somebody is listening to this shit to actually hear about it, but... <laughs> is this the zombie apocalypse purge start or something? Like, are they just fucking with us? Like, is this shit real, B? And just reading this shit, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, do people know about this? And I put it out there on social media so you can, you are aware of it if you follow me on social media, DHF818 on Twitter, and um, Derek H. Flynn on Instagram, or VOG Podcast on Instagram. That's where all the videos are going now, VOG Podcast on Instagram. And um, But this zombie deer disease thing is just like, wait, what? Like, yo, I, and I swear I've seen some parody spoof movie where this zombie deer disease actually existed and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head but um yeah yeah this is the thing now in 24 states so that's pretty much half of the country where where um people can actually I guess become zombies from eating deer and um it's not scary it's not scary at all but it's just really really fucking weird just reading the stuff and i'm like wait hold on like this is actually a thing but um yeah we were watching the all-star game so we we had um no clue and then with that we also have the story 
kind of bugged me out and I was kind of conflicted. And there's somebody who I go back and forth with. He's the homie. And uh, he's going to be the co-host of this show once I get everything upgraded because I'm going to have him call in sometime because his perspective is just bugged out. We had um, an 11-year-old kid who was uh, arrested for refusing to stand for the pledge. And, um, <laughs> yeah, is this a slippery slope that we're kind of going down with this? And it's, here's the thing. Here's the other perspective from the homie. It's like, yo, it, he didn't get arrested for not standing for the pledge. He got arrested for making threats and disrupting the class and things of that nature. I, for some reason, I'm just like, yo, an 11-year-old should never be arrested, I guess, especially not in an instance like this, when in that school district, actually, students aren't even required to stand for the pledge, so I don't understand how it became a big deal in the first place. So just reading the article, I'm like, yo, damn, man, he's 11. Like, if that was my kid, I... (laughs) I would spaz the fuck out, but I can't go to jail because he needs me. So it's one of those things where I'm just like, yo, damn, man. Like, this is a very slippery slope to a certain extent because it's like, wait, hold on. We can arrest kids, I guess, and label it for not standing for the pledge, but it's really about him, I guess, disrupting and being disorderly in the class and not listening to the teacher. So it's two sides to the story. But the question for me is like, yo, should you arrest an 11-year-old for, you know, I'm not saying it's doing what 11-year-olds do. And granted, there could be some bad fucking 11-year-olds out there who have no parents at home who just do whatever they want to do. And that could be part of the scenario of this whole thing. But... It just took me back because I'm like, God damn, man, 11? Like, we're at the point now where we're arresting 11-year-olds for late, what they label it, not standing for the pledge, but that may not have been the extent of it. So, like, what is going on in this country, man? It's uh, it's a really, really weird, weird thing to that extent. And I'm just like, yo, damn, he's 11. Like, why are we, why are we arresting eleven-year-olds? Like, that's just out of that's out of pocket in general, man. There has to be something. There has to be a better way to deal with that to a certain extent. But they don't let us beat kids anymore. So if you send them home, I mean, a stern talking to is not gonna do anything. And um, yeah, that little. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. The kid could be a good kid, but I'm like, yo, maybe he needs to be. I, I don't know, but maybe, maybe he does. I, I don't know. But to arrest him, that's um, that's just a bit much in my eyes if we're just going to, if I'm keeping it a buck with everybody. And um, yeah, and then another thing I read that kind of bugged me out, and um, I had heard stories about this for real, like for years. And it's not only... Um, the uh, subway train operators, it's the toll booth clerks, and anybody who works with is a high amount of traffic, vehicle traffic with smoke and pollution. And um, 
it was just that uh <laughs> people are the, the the subway conductors and subway workers complain of having black snot and spitting up black mucus from working in the subways. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, damn man, like <laughs> I'm like, yo, they are trying to kill everybody on the low, but it, it's not blatant. Like, there's no safe food. There's no safe water. There's no safe anything. If we, if I'm keeping it a buck with you, and um, but this one had me like, yo, goddamn, black snot and black mucus, like spitting up black shit. And they say it's from all the smog and everything else that they breathe in, just from being in the subway tunnels all day and things of that nature where there's no fresh air and it's just that same air circulating. But I'm just like, yo, they they, they say, and they tell them, like, yo, <laughs> yeah, you might get cancer. And it's just like, damn, do I want this check or do I want to risk getting cancer? And that's a cold choice to have to make. But um, that's the that's the choices we have to make here in this, <laughs> in this great... Land of the free, home of the brave, whatever you want to call it, man. But these are the choices you got to make. You can either get not get a paycheck, not get this good-ass paycheck for working in the subway, or you can have less of a chance to get cancer, even though we're going to feed you some shit with cancer and give you medicine that causes you cancer and all this other shit. So <laughs> when you just run back in your mind, uh, everything I've just laid out for you in terms of the state of the world or just some little global events and some little local events that are happening. This is a, <laughs> this is a zombie deer disease, for Christ's sake. Like, you know, what, what world do we live in? But, yo, know, that J. Cole performance was a shit, though. I ain't even going to start. We are distracted as shit, but, it, I mean... <laughs> Listen, it works, I guess, to some extent, but you got people coughing up black smog and black mucus, and the 9-11 fund for the victims' compensation is about to run out. Started with like $7.3 billion, and it only got $2 billion left. Yo, somebody stole some money out of that money, allegedly. I'm not... Quoting, you know, saying I know for a fact that somebody stole some of that money, but seven point three billion dollars, dogs. Like somebody walked off with a hundred racks. Like yo, they're not gonna miss this. They got, they got billions of dollars. That's the other part. That's another report, a story that I wanted to get to, but I don't want to bore you out of death with all this stuff that's going on. But yeah, that, that that's happening too. So you know, granted, for an inside job, seven point three billion is a lot to pay out to the victims but it's yeah nonetheless that is happening and um yeah, there's only two billion dollars left though and they got millions and millions of dollars worth of claims that they still have to pay out and they they say they don't have enough money so yeah and this is the government just think about that why are they screwing you on your taxes right now they tell you there's not enough money for the 9-11 victims fund and that's and that's the bullshit. But just to just to end on the note that, you know, <laughs> it's money. It's money over everything. Um remember the Jamal Khashoggi story that I was telling you guys about? Uh, you know, it's the journalist who got murdered. 
in the uh, in the Saudi consulate in Turkey, if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah, um, they have <laughs> they have evidence. They have tapes. They have proof that um, it was probably the uh, crown prince from uh, Saudi Arabia who ordered the whole thing. And they even have records of him saying he's going to die by a bullet whenever they get his hands on. <laughs> but meanwhile, they Saudi Arabia put out an ad basically. It basically was like you're saying, yo, fuck you, America. Like, y'all ain't going to do shit about it. And as he said, as Trump said, um, they're buying $150 billion worth of, worth of jets, man. What you want? You want me to not? You want me to? Cancel $150 billion over one body? One? And on top of that, basically that investigation is going to go nowhere, even though they already know. And then on top of that, um, the guy in office was trying to sell them uh, nuclear secrets or nuclear weapons, even though that is illegal internationally. And I mean, I hate to bore you. With all this international stuff in the news and just the updates that you should you should probably pay attention to, especially if you eat deer, don't eat that shit for a little bit, man, because you might turn into a zombie. And it sounds crazy, me even saying that, but you know, as you listen to this, when you watch the news tomorrow morning, just think about you know what what does your news do for you? Because if they haven't told you any of this shit or they've only mentioned it in bits and pieces, you should be concerned because they're not telling you about the international shit at all. If they haven't showed you not one week of the France stuff, just know the media is owned by sole individuals and government, government entities. There are things such as FBI and CIA front companies and television networks are one of them. I hate to break your bubble or burst your bubble. Even the one that showed you the All-Star game. <laughs> Listen, if you think they're going to let Ted Turner own and operate a television station and just know there's an FCC and other government regulators and watchdogs who monitor and control what these TV stations can put out. So just always remember that in the back of your mind. Like the FCC and all these other things are there for a reason. They don't want you to know everything. They just want you to know what they want you to know. So your news doesn't really do shit for you. It just uh, makes you feel good and tells you the weather before you get to work. And uh, yeah, I hate to ruin it if you thought your news was doing something for you, but it's... It's not, man. Um, but yeah, that's just it for the show, man. That was everything I wanted to touch on, just to give you people a brief update on everything that was happening while you were watching the All-Star game. Me too. Me too. So uh, you're not alone. And uh, listen, <laughs> sometimes I am in the bucket of, you know, when I say you people disgust me, I disgust myself sometimes too. And um yeah, that, that's for a completely, completely different show. But um, new listeners, old listeners, I appreciate you listening. Uh, send me some PayPal money, dflint51 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at DHF818. Follow me on IG at Derek H. Flint or 
at VOG Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. Just send me some money. Uh, retweet. My shameless promotion is not going to stop until I get to a million listens. I, I'm sorry. Twitter made me verify if I was a fucking bot or not because of my shameless promotion. And that lets me know. If Twitter notices and they don't throw me in jail for it, I can keep doing it, man. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate y'all listening, man. PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. I am Derek H. Flint. Until the next episode, man, be easy, people. One.